0: G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au.
1: T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005.
0: Deck maintenance isn't fun. Move the furniture and barbecue, sand and prep, paint, seal, or get a low-maintenance Trex deck. The only colour fade you'll have to deal with is watching the sunset. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Well, it's been a very busy and productive time for women's rugby in this country. We've just had the Farah Palmer Cup final. The New South Island Super Rugby team uh, Matatu has been launched, and uh, the Black Ferns uh, depart today for their tour of England and France. And with us now to talk about all these things is uh, Black Fern Matatu and Canterbury midfielder uh, Grace Brooker. Uh, good morning to you, Grace. Uh, bags all packed, are they? <laughs> good
1: morning to me. Um, Unfortunately not, um, I'm very much the late packer, but um, yeah, we'll get into it today.
0: <laughs> uh, this your first trip to Europe?
1: Yep, yep, first trip to Europe. So I've been to Perth and Fiji, um with rugby before, but this is my first big long haul trip, um, so pretty exciting.
0: It's been exciting uh, because it's been a long wait, hasn't it, for uh, the, the 15s version. So. Uh, to get back on the park and the challenge ahead uh, on this tour is is quite a strong one because they're they're getting more powerful as the days go by in, in that part of the world.
1: Yeah, you're not wrong. Yeah, in 2019 was our last test. I think like I'm I'm in fact the last uh, test caps player in the team, so uh, it'll be pretty cool to get a few more out there and get that done. But you know, you're totally right. France and England they, um, they've had a lot more games than us. So, Really uh, chasing down our down our necks, and yeah, it should be a pretty tough game. They're pretty uh, solid side, and their size and their power and everything is second to none. So we're just going to have to outsmart them, I think.
0: Tell us uh, how did the training camps go? Um, Because it was pretty well publicised, more on the basis that you couldn't play uh, in the the last couple of rounds of the FPC. But uh, how was how was the get together, and how's the prep going?
1: Yeah, I'd say it's probably our best camp uh, yet. We had uh, from Sunday till Friday up in Tauranga, which was pretty amazing, and you know, just five days straight of learning and lots and lots of rugby to get us just prepared. I feel like everyone's got the knowledge we need to um, go out and perform. Um, just, it'll be good to get that warm-up game done and dusted and get everyone really hissing for these big games.
0: You started off uh, the the game at high school what drew what drew it into uh, into um, playing uh, uh, women's rugby grace from the outset what what was the catalyst for that
1: um yeah i started playing women's rugby when I was full swing, so you can't even do that anymore you have to be sixteen to be able to play women's rugby um and I think it was just a drive like with my friends uh, I had a lot of friends playing rugby and um me and my my good mate rosie Kelly who's another very successful rugby player when we both started off at high school old boys and we um, I remember going there and they, I said I was a flanker and they took one look at me and I was a lot skinnier and littler than I am now and they said no 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 you're on the wing so we spent that first year on the wing just um, scoring the trains out wide or getting absolutely smashed
0: <laughs> <laughs> so um, look uh, apart from that, Nat, you've you've become part of a, a really strong midfield in in the Black Ferns squad now. So I would imagine uh, the competition for places there is quite extensive.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Like you said, it's it's extremely strong, and with players like Stacey Fuller coming back um, out of sevens. You know, it's it's going to be a race to the finish, and I think every game and every opportunity is one that you have to take with both hands and really charge forward with it. Um, GM, our country always talks about, you know, hand up, not out. So I think that's something that everyone's going to have to do, you know, really earn their spot.
0: OK, so you weren't able to play in the Farah Palmer Cup. Final, of course, Canterbury have such a rich tradition in winning it. Uh, how hard was it to watch?
1: Oh, my goodness. I was, everyone else went and sat down. I had to stay on my feet. I was pacing up and down the sideline, um, losing my voice, like screaming, trying to yell support and everything. I was I was a bit of a mess. I'm not going to lie. Um, we had our mental skills coach there, luckily, and she tried to calm me down a wee bit. But um, yeah, it, w- it wasn't easy to watch. But um, to be honest, it it was made a little bit easier because of the players who were still on the field. You know, they didn't lose. I felt like that. I wouldn't have done anything differently to how they played or what they did um, with Amy Deuchar specifically into that. Centre- Position I could
0: kind have of thought of anyone better to, you know, rip that thirteen jersey. Uh, what What about as a group? I mean, you know, uh, I was a bit. I'll be honest with you. I was a bit disappointed that um, you know so many of the top line players were were withdrawn from both the teams. Uh, I, you know, and I, I thought it was uh, you know you need uh, women's rugby needs the exposure. At, you know, and it's getting a lot of television time, etc. We need to see our best players in our local competitions, for obvious reasons. So, uh, as a unit, I mean, you can be honest here. How, how disappointing was it to miss out?
1: Yeah, it was. It was definitely disappointing. Um, you know, you worked so hard, and we were everything was in plan to play every game, but then obviously the lockdown happened, so everything got pushed back. Um, but it, it was hard. But we we had bigger things to fry. You know, we've got this tour to go away on, and that's. As soon as the team got announced and we got told we wouldn't be playing, you know, it's just that switch of mindset. Um, not forgetting about Canterbury and still doing everything you can from the sideline to support the team, but you know, we had just had to switch into Black Ferns mode.
0: A lot of banter between the two uh, two teams, <laughs> Waikato and Canterbury Girls, uh, before and after the Definitely. final. Was it was it willing willing? Shall we say? <laughs>
1: Oh, yeah, all in good taste, all in good taste, but there was quite a bit of it. one of the uh reserve hookers uh reserve props she came up into camp and she was playing in the final and um, so she left us a day early and when she was leaving we had like all the Waikata girls, every, actually pretty much everyone in the team was, you know, singing their song and dancing and all of us Canterbury girls were just sitting there pretty pretty cool like, you know.
0: You looked on at that post match ceremony. Um, and obviously you you weren't looking on it with very happy eyes, but um, it was something special. Let's be honest. The, the way they handled winning it and and the little flavour they brought to it first time around, it was pretty cool.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know, like they deserve to win it in the end. Um, and it's you know I go back to when we first won it, and that feeling is absolutely amazing. You can't you can't even describe it. So. To be able to relate to them in that way was pretty awesome. And um, yeah, just a ma- massive congratulations to them because they really did deserve that. And I know they, um, you know, they train hard and they put their, their hearts on the line when they play, which is all you can really ask for in that, in that competition.
0: Huge news also, and you're heavily involved in this, uh, Grace, is uh, that uh, Super Rugby picky has been launched and uh the south island team Matatu, 2 has also been launched uh, and you're one of the first five contracted players so how exciting is
1: this news for you oh my goodness um man i've never i've never been so excited to be a part of a team to be honest it's it's been a long time coming and it's super super exciting um just the fact that you know girls are going to be able to play rugby professionally full time all year round is pretty pretty revolutionary and something amazing to be a part of. Um, just the team itself and the passion and the, the thought that's gone into the Matatu um, brand is um, really, really, really thought thoroughly through and like, makes me have a lot of pride in the team. You know, Having a local hapu support and gift us that name is just amazing. I've never felt so much support from the community for a women's team, and I just I can't think the people who are involved enough.
0: Yeah, I, I imagine that when you were at school, even uh, toying with playing rugby and, and getting into it, you wouldn't have believed you could actually play it for a living, would you?
1: No, no, not at all. I grew up like thinking I was going to be an all-black, because um, I didn't even know that there was an, a women's team. Um, so when I found out that the black fans existed, I always knew it was Like, it was a passion of mine and I was going to drive to get there, but, man, I wouldn't have in a million years looked back and thought that at age 22 I was going to be a professional rugby player. Um, Being able to play rugby all year round, being at Rugby Park or wherever, you know, 12 hours a day, just living, breathing rugby. It's pretty, uh, pretty surreal, to be honest
0: and and also you just touched on it before i've been reading about uh where the name came from uh for matatua i mean it, it's it's deeply spiritual and, and and it's very deep in its meaning around the south island isn't
1: it yeah yeah absolutely um the part that really sticks with me is you know just like you, you hold your head held high and you you face whatever's coming to you, you face every challenge that's coming to you because you know that's just what you have to do in rugby, and especially in the women's game, you have a lot of adversity and a lot of challenges that aren't seen, but are very hard to take on. But if you take them on head first, you know that you can get through it. Um, so it, it really resonates with uh, the culture of of our team of of the players who are going to be playing in that team. So it's just like nailed it. They nailed it.
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I, I think they have in this in this regard now. Uh, usually, of course, um, when it, you, you talk about uh, Canterbury, rugby, etc., now uh, we're talking about Matatu, which encompasses the whole South Island. So uh, all of a sudden you may not just be Canterbury. There may be some input from uh, further south.
1: Yeah, 100%. And it's, it's, I'm sure we'll take it on with willing arms. Um, um, you know, I think something that our Canterbury team and I'm sure what lot of the Matatu team will do well is just Absor- absorbing all the knowledge that we possibly can to be the best that we possibly can. So, to get players from different regions is going to be pretty amazing. It's going to be um, it's going to be different, hopefully, to Canterbury because um, we can't. We're not going to win um, our if we just come in with it, into it with a Canterbury team. Um, it's another level up. It's another professional level. So we've really got to put our best foot forward and take on whoever we can, and um, yeah, really drive to the top of that mountain.
0: I guess, yeah. You know, I mean, you're the initial five, uh, but I, I would imagine uh, Canterbury, being as strong, will have a, a, a very strong input into uh, the Matatu side. But uh, as we see in the men's competition as well, um, players do come and go and get signed for other franchises. So uh, I guess there's a possibility you will be playing against many of your current teammates. Yeah, it's definitely a
1: possibility and um, it'll be hard to do. You know, we've never really had to do that before, but um, it's a cool challenge. Uh, it'll be definitely a mental challenge if we play against mates, but, um, you know, where, when, wherever people go, it's for the best opportunity for them, so, you know, got to keep that in mind um, and hopefully just everyone develops wherever they are.
0: Well, Grace, all of a sudden your, your life's uh, starting to fill up with challenges. Of course, you've got uh, the initial <laughs> one now, uh, touring to touring to Great Britain, that's fantastic. Uh, and, and then, of course, you've got... Um, Old uh, Picky, when it comes around, you'll still be involved in the Farah Palmer Cup, but uh, the immediate challenge you've got, by the sound of it, is to go and get your bags packed.
1: Yeah, yeah definitely. I'm actually just waiting outside the clinic to get my pre-flight COVID test, so to get that done and um, yeah, get onto. I need a plug adapter. There's so many things that you need to pack that you don't think about um, so it's going to take us probably up for the rest of the day. <laughs>
0: We'll leave you to it, eh? Uh, hey, thanks, thanks for your, your time and, and the excitement and your voice about what co- what's coming up is very apparent. Wish you all the best, eh? Travel well, stay safe. Cheers.
1: Thank you so much,
0: Millie. OK, cheers. Grace Brooker, the delightful young lady whose uh, life is about to change. She's about to become a professional rugby player and, uh, boy, uh, what, a, uh, what a great thing it is uh, for women's rugby, for women's sport in New Zealand, John, and uh, we'll be... Uh, keeping an an eagle eye on uh, the other franchises with their team namings, etc.